Hello guys, uh, this is uh, Pastor Kutai and uh, with me is Pastor Carlo and uh, we promised to make a, a, an interview for you just to hear what, uh, you know, what Pastor Carlo has to say uh, pertaining to, to the things of God. He's a man full of wisdom, he's a man that is dear to my heart. And I know that uh, today uh, it's going to be really, really prolific and impactful, uh, not just for me and not just for you, but for people that are around you with the things that is going to be pouring into your life. It's not just an ordinary audio, and I, I believe that this audio is going to change somebody's life today. And um, yes, yeah, we're just going to start by asking Pastor Carlo, you know, um, with the dates maybe that you, Pastor you have been um, the dates maybe if you remember the year that you got saved and you're just telling us uh, the experience what happened and you know, things like that alright so thanks for uh, having me on here it's gonna be good um, the Lord is good and um, yeah I was um, around 17 years old I grew up in church and um, yeah, God just gripped my heart um, because I, I I didn't see a lot of things that inspired me uh, in church when I grew up, and uh, I saw a lot of hypocrisy. I saw a lot of people saying things not and not acting on it. Mm. See a lot of people uh, saying and reading things from the Word and not doing it, mm. the actual Word, and um, but. I was 17 years old and uh, yeah, God just gripped my heart with, with uh, a tape someone gave me and I listened to this tape and it was the type of music that also kind of just spoke to me easier mm. and um, yeah, I just had an encounter with God, not, not in the front of a church, but for me it was at home where God met me and wow. he filled the room and the atmosphere and I realized this is something I've always wanted, this is what I've always heard of but never experienced wow so for me it's very personal wow yeah wow yeah and I, I really want to ask you this I know it's gonna benefit some some someone out there um, you, you mentioned about having an experience with God <coughs> you know you experienced him and uh, in this in this era or in this generation we have seen so many people that are preaching, but in their churches, they're not experiencing, you know, uh, like the personal move of God and, you know, having that uh, intimate relationship with God. Um, and uh, knowing you and, you know, pouring wisdom in my life and one of your core messages that I always uh, speak about is love. You always speak about love and you always speak about the grace of God. How... Um, do we get that message out to people the message of love and the message of grace for them to experience that uh, intimacy with God alright that's good yeah that's it's, it's funny that you know it should be the most foundational thing we have yet it's the like greatest missing thing we have in uh, Christian circles is right that thing you're talking about and obviously we have the 
by uh, the book of Timothy, it says we have the spirit of love, power, and of a sound mind. So through the spirit, we should have access to love. And it's, it's not some mystical thing that comes from somewhere and we don't know what it is and we'll never understand it. It's not that. It's a grasp on what God saw in his heart mm. when he went and sent his son mm. for us to die on that cross and to rise. Mm. And that in his heart, as it says in Hebrews 12, it says wow. that, you know, um, for the joy that was set before, before him, yeah. right? He endured the cross. Mm. So here's the thing. If he looked at the cross for joy, I mean, if you've seen movies like The Passion and so on, you don't see joy or it being joyful. Yeah. You see it being very hard. You see it full of suffering and pain. Yeah. But in Hebrews, it says there that it, he looked at the cross and, and had joy in his heart, yeah. which tells me he thought the price he's about to pay mm. was so worth it wow. that he would do it. Mm. And <laughs> that's why we have these uh, settings in the cross uh, picture that we, we almost doesn't make sense to our minds. Because he says about the Pharisees and the accusers around him, he says, forgive them, Father. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah. So, I always thought, why did, why would he say that? Is he just such a nice person? Yeah. Is he such, you know, uh, re kind of ridiculously wow. nice and loving that he just does that? Yeah. No, it, I believe he is ridiculously nice and loving, but I believe it was for more than that. It was because of this thing here that he saw mm. on the cross, and then he said, "It is worth giving this price because." when they have the spirit of power wow. and of love inside mm. of them mm. it'll have such a great impact if they grasp this they will walk and talk and live as my brothers and my sisters wow as he says he's the the firstborn among many brothers yeah so this is our potential this is what we have because of holy spirit wow. so it, it is always worth it and that's why we can look around us. We can see people in the spirit, as it says in First Corinthians. Um, you know, we, we all know the verse that, that talks about um, for if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Mm. But we rarely read before it, it where it says that we've all died with Christ. Mm. And so that we don't have to live for ourselves anymore, but we can live for him. Wow. But... In that passage, he talks about, he says, so we don't even see Jesus according to the flesh anymore. Wow. But we see him according to the spirit. Mm. And it's so easy to write these things off as trying to look past sin or something like that. But he goes further than that because mm. Jesus wasn't a sinful person. Yeah. yeah. You, they were looking at this guy as a bodily, physical person only. Yeah. yeah. Because they were in the flesh mm. when mm. Jesus was around. Mm. When he left, he sent the spirit. Yeah. So now we have an ability to see what Holy Spirit sees mm. and to look at people according to their potential yeah. that Christ saw when he died on the cross. Wow. So this is the place we can live at 
this is the place we can have the supernatural peace God talked about. Mm. This is where we can have hope that exceeds our situations and circumstances. Wow. This is where we are at. This is our reality mm. that God wants for us. This is where His promises make sense. Yeah. So this is uh, uh, really the place I feel like uh, this is where God wants us. Yeah. Because see from there, what's impossible? Nothing. Everything Nothing. is possible, right? To wow. those who are in Christ Jesus, all things are. Possible. So, yes. yeah, amen. Amen. Uh, yeah, it's it's very intriguing. One of uh, one of the issues that you just popped on there, and uh, I just want you maybe to just dig a little bit deeper when you're explaining about uh, the, um, the the new creature being a new creation and living for Christ. Yeah, um, as a as a as a believer in my in my early stages of uh, of um, of Christianity or being saved, uh, those words were words that were uh, said by people. But I didn't have that much of understanding what I should do to live for Christ. What it meant to live for Christ. Do do I have to you know like nail myself on the cross <laughs> you know just uh, what what do what do what, what does that mean you know right. when I when you say to when the word says to live for Christ you're a new creature now you have to live for Christ can you can you just you know just maybe nudge on it just a little then yeah. we can progress yes I mean all right yeah this is good um <laughs> The, I always talk about the problem first and then the solution. Yeah. So uh, the, the problem I've seen is that we, we keep on finding ourselves in two places, uh, places at once. Two places at once. So um, the, because Paul talks about this a lot, um, especially in Romans and Romans 8. And he says... Don't be in the flesh, be in the spirit. And um, I think this is where it all comes down to, is there's a place where, um, in verse 9 in Romans 8, Paul says to the Romans, he tells them, listen, mm. you are in the spirit. Mm. Right? He tells them that. Wow. So, and he says, if, which means now he's making a condition. And he says, if, the Holy Spirit dwells in you, wow. and then he says, "But those who do not have the Spirit are not God, are not belonging to God." Wow. So this is the condition of being in the Spirit. So there's something, like I said, with what what we're talking about, what Jesus saw on the cross. There's something to not just see. There's something to realize, and actually take ownership. Of what you have because of Holy Spirit, wow. and that—that's the main thing, because um, He wants us not just to be in the Spirit, but to walk in it. Wow. And there's no place where we can walk out things, whether it be supernatural things, whether it be things that we need around us and to challenge uh, our circumstances and the areas and the people and the relationships. All those things should be off of what you've uh, obtained through ownership of Holy Spirit. It should be an outflow of that and that is mostly 
uh, what the new creation would look like. It's, it's one thing I've had uh, for, for years now. I um, Around about every day, I ask the Lord, what does the uh, what does a son look like? But I made it more personal than that, and I said, God, I'm your son. You see me a certain way. Mm. You see me cleaned. You see me perfected. You see me strong. Mm. You see me as you've designed me mm. through Holy Spirit now. So, as your son, what do I look like to you? And then you can apply it to so many different things. Uh, whether it's your relationship, whether it's your marriage, whether it's uh, you going to the grocery store, mm -hmm. you can ask the Lord, God, what does a son look like yeah. in this situation? Because see, you are his son or his daughter, so you look like you, but you're a son. And so you can ask the Lord, what do I look like as a son in Pick and Pay? Mm -hmm. And then you go act it out. Because guess what? It's yours. It's a reality you have. Whether your mind realizes it yet or not, that's a different story. But that's why we renew, according to Romans 12, by the renewing of our mind. We don't conform to what the world looks like anymore. We, con we transform according to what we look like inside. So we keep on pushing forward. And God is faithful and He is perfected. So He pours out everything that He is through us as His Son. And that is what the new creation in in one way, if, if this is the part I can yeah. just explain, but this mm. is one part of what it looks like mm. to, to kind of dig in to what you already have. See, these are not things you obtain through special importations or uh, some special mantle that needs to fall on you. Mm. This is Holy Spirit that you have. And if you don't have Holy Spirit, get someone who can pray with you so you can receive Holy Spirit. Wow. And you can have all these things. It's not for the superstars. It's not for the special apostles. It's for a believer. Wow. Every believer has Holy Spirit. So um, I believe this is this is what we need to, to go for. It's not just to uh, theologically talk about Holy Spirit, but to... In encounter him to to make space for him wow. to move and then also for us to move with him wow. and because um, that's the thing is uh, we were talking about it earlier but um, we we are and always will be his body yes and that's why I believe he'll he'll want to move and I can't see me apart from him moving mm. Because see, otherwise I have to see myself not as his body. Mm. So I have to be moving if I want to be part of his body. Mm. Otherwise I'm going to be some part dragging along wow. while others move. Wow. And that's not what, what I'm created for. Wow. So, yeah. Wow, yeah. I hear you, Pastor. I hear, you what, you're, I hear what you're saying. Um, the Bible also does say that the the uh, one one part of the body cannot do without the other and um, for the body to respond it needs the head and we, we the reason why the power is lacking in churches is the churches uh, they've they've removed jesus christ as 
the, uh, the cornerstone is the head of the church and they know no longer recognizing the Holy Spirit as a person who is there to f make the church being well oiled to function in a certain dynamic so it it, it, it now seems or seems or looks like the church he has no power anymore, he has no solutions anymore, so people are no longer looking for answers, things like that. I hear, I hear that point. Well, what, um, my next question for you is, um, it's been almost eight, nine months since I've known you, and uh, uh, truth be told, I have never encountered a man that, um, you know, function in the gift of miracles uh, and healings like you do. I've seen you pray for people. Um, go, go, we have gone um, on couple of countless couple of visits in hospitals and things like that, praying for people, seeing people being healed instantly. You know, others crying in the hospitals, seeing God at work. And my, my my question, what I want you to get across, because sometimes I do tell people about you, and people maybe they don't understand sometimes they think that i'm exaggerating your ministry and uh i just want you maybe just to give them a bite maybe of what um you know what's 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 the call of that your healing ministry what drives it what what makes you do what you do did you just wake up in the morning and say oh look man this is what I want you to do. But I know there is something behind the there is there is a force or something that you know that just gave you that urge that I have to do this is what I stand for. I have passion for thing a thing like this, I have to do it. Can can you just give us maybe just a nudge of uh, of that please and you know just get across to the audience. Just All let right. them know. Alright. Um well I think I've I've, I've just from from what we've said so far is it's a good foundation already um to, to to say what i'm about to say so it's good um for me um and this wasn't always how i did things um i saw certain things because i heard and i read the bible yeah and i mean you you know the stories we know the the giant slaying the the pillars of fire the the seas being parted, mm. the you know those things and it it so many in so many people's heads I think it's it's fantasy stories mm. because they're not expecting it today and which is a problem yeah. because see like I said earlier we're the body we're the movers of what God is doing we're the the the, the motion mm. of God's will on the earth mm. and. Um, <laughs> that's why we have this thing we have the 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 part where we we pray God let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven and Jesus gives us this prayer and this is where it's at with me personally um, in ministry is I was a introvert most of my life I didn't talk to people I shied away if, you know the, the the lesser people I have to you know encounter I the, the better I am you know, the mm. better I feel, the happier I am. Yeah. But God said to me, one day He said to me, listen, I want you to evangelize. I want you to go out there. And I didn't want to. I wanted to teach. I wanted to just, just give me the hungry few. 
and I will I'll teach them more word and so on that's what I where I was at you know but that it, it just it wasn't what God's idea was because see he wants us out there he wants us to encounter the people that that the pastors the church leaders the institutional church does not reach yeah. because see they're hiding out in either offense or ignorance or um, just plain you know um, distance that effort wasn't made yeah. for, for people to reach them yeah. so that's where, where we're at when we're outside the church to go and to do yeah. but to be honest the, the, the simplicity of it for me and um, if, if this helps anyone was the word responsibility because there's so many things that happen in our lives that that, that challenge you to res- to be responsible. I mean, just think about natural things. We, we get married. Immediately there's responsibility yeah. that is yours. You didn't necessarily ask for them. They're there. Wow. Because you need to provide. You need to, you know, get, get, get a car to go places at least. If you didn't have one, you need to all suddenly pay a house, pay a rent. You know, you have to stay somewhere. You have to... If you didn't work before, now you have to, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, that's just how it is. Mm. And then you have kids, and then, you know, it builds on that. Mm. And um, which is, you know, at, at times it, it takes discipline and it takes, you know, dedication. Mm. So those things aren't missing with with the Lord, you know. But here's the, here's the thing. Is he gives us responsibility like I said we're the body so the responsibility is on the hand the, the foot the body parts to react to the messages that are coming through the head Wow so we need to react so there's responsibility on us to move so you know there's so many things we can talk about but you cannot not think you you know you're not able to do what God has called you to you cannot not think like miracles don't happen because then guess what miracles won't happen because you're supposed to be doing them wow um you cannot cannot not think no no one will get healed because you are the one who should be carrying the healing wow if 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 jesus said um because he like i said with with what i saw in church people just didn't do things and that's what made me not want to be a christian when i was younger because I, I saw that missing. But if someone just showed up and showed something of a legit, authenticness from somewhere in the Word, then it would have gotten my heart. And that's what happened um, with my salvation. But that's a, a, another story. But the I believe the, the main part is realizing you have what it takes through Holy Spirit and then if you see people through love then you want to help you want to be there you because it's then it's not pressure then it's a relief it's it's a privilege it's an honor to to be there and to to say man I'll be here I will trust the Lord because guess what I know I have it so we're gonna grow in this I'm not perfect. I'm being perfected. Wow! And the Holy Spirit—that's mm. His job, because the the Lord says, "All who are weary, heavy laden, come."
come to me and find rest. So if you're with Jesus, you should be resting. This is not your main effort. This is not, in that sense, it's not that heavy as the worldly responsibilities. It's not that heavy, it's light. Because guess what, you just move the brain, the, the head, spiritually gives you the power and the energy to do what is necessary. Because if you're with Jesus, you should be resting. If you're doing ministry and you're just getting like uh, worn out and burned out, you should know that you are not resting. Mm. You left Jesus somewhere and you're doing ministry on your own. You should be resting because then he says, see, this is, this is not just standing still. This is not just waiting. Wow. It's resting. He says, because my burden is easy and my yoke wow. is light. Or the other way around. He says, because he, it means he's still carrying something. Wow. Yeah. It, yeah. Whilst you're still uh, talking about that, I still remember one of our hospital visits. Uh, we, we went there and uh, as we as we were there this this woman there was uh, laying sick on a hospital bed and you prayed for her and after you prayed for her she actually wanted to give you money you know just uh, just because she had, she had, she had got um, healed in uh, in some sense and um, you refused to take the money now for me that's well, one of the things that i I said to myself, "This, this is on the city, uh, on the city. Um, this is really what what a man of God looks like, because in this generation, in this era, we are seeing that there are a lot, there are a lot of pastors, a lot of people, you know, taking money from people after they pray for it. And 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 I just want you to speak about, you know, maybe when you're ministering with compassion, and you know." being driven by you know by the love and the word of God like you have ministered like you have said before yeah when you're talking about love and you said that the love drove you to do what you do and I just want you to maybe to just you know just reiterate on that and just explain that a little bit more further all right all right so um yeah I think um you know, on, 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 I guess just building on the responsibility thing. Uh, love is the the greatest, as mm-hmm. you know. One Corinthians thirteen says, "Love is the greatest faith, hope, and love." Mm-hmm. And love is the greatest of these, and um, it's love isn't just a mushy, soft, easy feel. Let go, let nothing, you know, touch you or do nothing. It's it's actually uh, very messy um, and sometimes even a hard thing but it's because we are dealing with people and people are lost people are in dark places hmm. but when you see someone how God is calling them see if people don't have the Holy Spirit this is a good, maybe a good, good little thing I'll just add to this hmm. Because uh, I said, you see someone according to the Spirit. Yeah. But what if they don't have the Holy Spirit? Now, what are you seeing in them? You know, because mm. they don't have 
that potential yet. Yeah. They don't have it yet. What you're doing is, is you're calling things that be not as if they were. You're wow. creating things and the thing is, is if someone accepts that word, mm. that power of, of what is being created through Holy Spirit comes to them and they can receive that and the potential is automatically then theirs. Yeah. So this is for me the thing is I, I take that responsibility to know I am a light shining in the darkness. I am a city set on a hill. Wow. And I have to keep that in mind and not say, oh, listen, I'm going to be, I'm going to just be Carlo right now. I'm going to be outside of Christ. Yeah. There's no such thing. Uh, if he, if I died on the cross with him, mm. as the word says, we died with him. We crucified our flesh with him. So, if that is true, and then like uh, Colossians 3 verse 3, it says that we are in Christ, yeah. hidden in, in God. Mm. Then there's no place where I'm outside of Him. Yeah. So if I have that in mind, whatever I'm going to do now, whoever I'm going to minister to, is going to receive Christ. In whichever way, it's, it's not always in the sense of a, a conversion. Sometimes it's it's a fragrance that I leave in an area, wow. in the atmosphere, in a room, mm. and people will will smell that fragrance if I can say it like that. Wow. And they and it will draw them. Sometimes the Holy Spirit within us, you know, um, uh, people people have preached this a long time where they said uh, where Jesus says uh, only people people can only come to Him if He draws them. Wow. But now you have the Spirit in you drawing people to God so you are the vessel of that happening so that's the importance of going and doing the gospel is they won't be drawn wow. unless you move yes. so don't just sit somewhere necessarily and just pray for people be there in their face wow. so that they can have the fragrance they can have the experience of what his body looks like and what they will be getting themselves into wow. so that they know wow this is awesome I want to be part of this body I want to feel I want to be fed I want to be part of, of uh, you know the the blood flowing that is life-giving wow. part of this body to to live and come alive as, as I always should have mm. you know because this was God's plan from the beginning mm -hmm. is that we should be his sons and his heirs yes. and um, so that is the thing that drives me mostly is is wanting to move with because mm. like I said it's it's a privilege it's such an honor it's not a, a, um, a something I'm being manipulated in it's not a, a thing that I suffer for yeah it's it, it's not a gospel of suffering mm. and in persecution we might feel like we're suffering a bit but most of the time we're not we just actually need to realize what we carry. Yeah. See, and here's the thing, is if you realize what you carry, obedience is easy. Yeah. But it, that's why obedience has, has been like the curse word in, in, in Christianity. Wow. Is because people don't realize what they carry. Wow. So then it seems so hard because then you all by yourself need to fulfill it. Mm. And that's... that. We know even through the gospel that that's not possible. We cannot do it. 
so it feels so hard that's why people just feel like oh, I'll just be I'll just say yes to Jesus but then I just sit on the side wow. I'll just watch the show mm. and missing everything that God has for them and um, that's why we need to 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 be part of it and take it as something that you're resting in something that you're carrying that's so light you took what is heavy that was you that was the flesh you, and you put it on the side and say Holy Spirit I'm gonna go with you because you are well guess what where he is there is freedom mm. freedom isn't heavy freedom is good we, everyone knows that so that's the thing it should be freedom and that's why when you encounter people guess what you're not gonna feel like you have to twist their arm yeah you're presenting someone with freedom Wow whether they know it or not that's okay you do Wow and that's why you shine you and you shine the light and freedom just flows from you Wow yeah it's just for the sake of time for the sake of time pastor um, what's the this is my last question my last and final question I just want to ask uh, what what's the message maybe that you can you know just uh, just set across you know to every minister to every young man that is you know scared to get to uh, going to do the work of God you know they know that they have a calling but they're scared to go out there and every old person to just know the young ones I know of people that are old they know that they have it they know that they are cold but they are scared to go and start the work of God you know what's the message maybe that you you can you know just give them just to encourage them encourage them a little bit but uh, can you please go for it all right um, two things uh, one throw away false responsibilities Wow second one throw away comparison oh. because both of those are the the things that that stop us most of the time and it's so unnecessary there's no comparison to who God called you to mm. you are you and that's why you are anointed and the thing is is people that you will reach doesn't matter if you're in ministry in the on a stage somewhere or at your desk or job wherever you are you are called to ministry the ministry of Christ Wow. This is what you're called to and you have it. So you will share the gospel like you do. And there's people you'll reach that others just won't. Wow. This, uh, and this is the thing. Is That's why comparison also throw it out. Because you are not someone else. You're you. And um, yeah. That's the thing. Is um, don't, uh, don't think it's not your thing. Yeah. Holy Spirit is all over you. And you are his thing, which means you just return the favor. Make him your thing. Wow. Because, yeah, that's how he flows. If you give him space, he flows. He's there. He speaks to you. He'll show you things. And it'll be wide open. If you, and just check your heart and you'll see that where you've not allowed him to move. And you can just. If you shift those things aside and say, Holy Spirit, what do you say? What, is, what do I look like here? What do I do here? And he'll give you new things. So, yeah. Um, do, it the way, do it the way you your heart desires. Um, you don't have to do it like, you know, Reynard Bonkey or Todd White or whoever. You do it like 
you see it because God will use you there. Wow. 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 Yeah. You, you had it, folks. Um, just want to thank you, Pastor, for being with us today, you know, making time for, for this interview. I know that this, this message uh, will, has made impact in somebody's life and will make impact to whoever is listening right now. And um, if you want to get in touch with Pastor Carlo, he is on Facebook and he uses his name, Pastor, uh, Carlo Merrick, or you can get to um, Heart of the Father, www.heartofthefather.co.za. You can just get to that website, you know, chat a little bit, it's active. Or you can uh, just send me a message if you are sick, if you are... Um, you have cancerous tumor, you want prayers, you are in South Africa, we can get to you, you are in Zimbabwe, you are wherever you, United States of America, London, wherever you are, Finland, we can pray for you. Uh, God is not limited by geographical dem demarcations. God can do miracles anywhere at any time. So we are believing with you. Miracles are in the air. Revival is in the air. For me and Pastor Carlo, cheer you guys. We love you. God bless you. Bye-bye.